I fucking hate you. <laughs> Kelly, all I do around the house all day. Oh weekends, my God. Do things for you. I still got to go inside, put up some coat hangers, hang a picture, do some other things. Go change Your the batteries. Your life is so I gotta, hard. I've got to go change the batteries out of the game camera to see if the mountain lion is coming around. Uh-huh. Yeah. You just never know. You are my slave. You, that's all I do around here. I made had to drive. I had to put stairs into the hillside today mm-hmm. for you. For me. Yeah. So for all get, of my so bow you, hunting. So you can get up practice. there. So you can get up there easier. Yeah. Yeah. When you make me bring you things. <laughs> God, you sound like an evil villain from a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome back, bitches. It's okay, babe. Again. Yeah, things have happened. Things have happened. We <laughs> we really let this slide last year. <laughs> a lot of things were going on. I was a little busy, and I'm the only way that this happens. Connor is an important part of this, but he is like 10% of what happens with OK Babe. <laughs> I'm just here. This, you is, are, this is my contribution. You are here. And you're lucky to have this. Oh. I'm in a very demand. I'm in demand right now. You're very I'm in demand. I'm kind of popping off. You're, well, I mean, you kind of are. I mean, not really. Things are going well for you. I'm really happy I for you. I don't know. I would say they're going well. They're going average. I don't know. They're going okay. I'm proud of you. It's, I'm, I'm, I've waited into the darkness. I'm mad at everybody. Yeah. That's how I live my life. You know, it's so funny because we're recording this um, mid-January, and I have been on a social media hiatus since the first, and I have never been happier. <laughs> Being away from all of that bullshit is the best thing ever. My mental health is so much better. And I also noticed that I don't have this need to record everything. I don't care to take a selfie. I don't care to show what food I'm eating. I don't care to show what the dogs are doing. Like it, I just like live my life and I haven't even thought about it. And I'm getting back on tomorrow and I am honestly not looking forward I've to it. I've sent you so many messages. You sent me so many messages. You oh, showed last, me in person. The last couple of days I sent you <laughs> oh, really? so many. Yeah, just everything. So that I'm inundated when yeah, I come back. It's like so many cute dog videos. Oh, and then people have been like messaging other friends of mine and you asking if I'm okay. It only happened once on my end. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, like, I've had other people okay? ask. I was like, I don't, I mean, I guess, I don't know. I don't talk to her that much. And they were like, really? And I was like, yeah, she's fine. She just is not on social media. Yeah. It's so, a weird deal. I mean, but you, yeah. you, you see my phone. It's like, you're like, do you have 40 oh messages? God. The first thing that I wake up in the morning, it's like 40 messages. And I want to, this is a PSA. Okay. There are those of us out there. Like I like, I like to post funny memes on my story. If you follow me and care about what I do, which is probably a small subset of this audience, but for those of you, <laughs> or this is, but this is really, I'm speaking for all people who have I don't have a ba- little baby audience, right? I'm all, I'm close to thirteen thousand followers. Ooh, like that's like that's not that many. If I had a hundred thousand followers, I think I'd jump off a cliff. Yeah, right. Or just wouldn't respond. No. And that's the thing, dude. I feel so bad, right? Because people want to share. They, first off, the Instagram changed the little reaction thing. Oh my god, shoot me in the face. I don't need a message when someone puts a heart smiley face emoji on my fucking story. No. I don't need a message for that. They had, for a while, they had them over in the bottom corner. I'm like, that's great. Like, cool, whatever. I don't care. Like, this is just the most inconsequential thing. I don't want fire emojis. I don't want any of that shit. And also, it's like, if you, if, if, if so many people respond to, like, something I post that's funny and just, like, with nothing, right, or something that's a joke, like, people, I, I put a meme out sometimes. And, then, and it's a people, it's like, maybe it's like a capitalist or a comp, like, it's some, some silly meme. And they'll write, like, a full paragraph of, like, why that meme 
is incorrect. And I literally respond with, it's a fucking meme, dog. Oh like that's God. it. I don't put in, I have to put in like 15, 20, 30 minutes into like writing these things out. And I'm like, it's a meme. Like the other day uh, I shared Bryn's uh, kink workshop. Uh-huh. Right. And I was like, kink is part of being politically homeless. And people were like, it's my message. Me, it was like, it, so if you're into BDSM, you're politically homeless. And I was like, what? And I kept saying, I was like, is this actual from real research or did you? Oh my God. I like, Stop. I was like, I was like, I'm, j- I'm joking around dog. Like wow. what are we doing here? <laughs> People need to know you better. I feel like you're just like, like constantly well, full of shit. I was like, and the, probably the, the most kinky people on the planet are probably like conservative Congress people. Yeah. <laughs> and, and religious people. So it's like, like the Mormons, they're, they're pretty, they're pretty re- politically established in their, on, on their, they're not homeless. So it was like, it, but it was one of those things where I was just like, is this, are you really looking for like a peer reviewed study of like what political affiliations are more kinky? Wait, can I go off on a tangent? Because this is perfect. And I was thinking about this last night and I was like, damn, I really want to talk about this on OK Babe. How am I going to bring this up? Okay, so we have both been back on Bumble and Field and trying to have a threesome. I'm never on Field. We, that app creeps me out. Yeah, it's so weird. Um, but anyways, unsuccessfully trying to find a threesome. Almost every girl that we match with, it says something about loving Jesus or Christianity in her profile. And I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. What is going to happen if this girl goes out with us and talks to Connor for seven seconds? Like, I, I don't know. I'll leave it alone. But I'm shocked. Are you not shocked? Are you not surprised? No, I'm not shocked. It's like shocked, almost dude. every girl. I'm not Kelly, kidding. You understand. You weren't, you didn't grow up in the church. I didn't. So you don't get it, dog. I just keep saying, dog, what am I doing? I, I like fucking Randy Jackson. <laughs> I said it one time. I listened to somebody. Am I Randy Jackson? <laughs> I interviewed him, by the way, he's multiple like, times. He seems like such a nice he's guy. He's the best, but he says dog so much. Well, it's like, it's like, I think I listened somebody said it in a video earlier and it's like, stuck, you know, it's like in my head. So it just keeps coming out of yeah. my face. No, but like uh, Camp Chaparral. It's where I went to church high camp. We went to. No, not Chaparral High School. But, uh, camp, we went to just Camp Chaparral. And I'm just I say that because there maybe somebody else went there because it was like a church camp, right? Dude, of all the hand jobs that are given in this country in a given year, I would say at least 43% of them happen on church 43%. buses. 43%. <laughs> Going on a ski trip. I mean, I don't. I feel bad for whoever has to clean up oh, the, the, the fucking church bus. Like there's just, you know... So they're just jizz everywhere. There's, there's just uh, web shooters just going off oh left God, and right. Web shooters. <laughs> <laughs> just busting. And I don't understand. It's just so crazy. They'll do hand checks every now and then. But oh, my God. It's only a brief interlude to the ejaculation. Yeah. Anyways, I just thought was something that's been coming up the last few days. And I, every time I'm like, really? I don't know if this person's going to like us very much. I don't know. I, I leave it alone as long as it's somebody doesn't like want to do it. If you like, if somebody like wants to, or if somebody's like, want to do what? What do you mean? Wants to like get into it. Oh, well, yeah. Or like they start being like condescending in the other direction. Then I'm like, Hey. Yeah. I mean, I'm you. fine <laughs> having sex with someone who loves Jesus. I'm not I like saying it. that. I, think I have so much fun with it. Yeah, I think it's I'm the best. sure. But I'm just kind of like, I just, I'm surprised if I'm just being honest. I think it's funny. Anyways, back to social media. Fuck me in the ass. Cause I love Jesus. That's a song. Oh, I was like, the did loophole. you just make that up? Connor makes up some great songs. Like that. Um, I, yeah, the reaction emojis, there are a couple of people that I have now muted and restricted because they respond with an emoji, like a reaction emoji to every single thing I post and I want to just jump off a bridge. So it's a lot. It's a lot to deal with for sure. Stop doing it, everybody. We love you and you don't need to do that. 
So anyways, I've been off social media and it's great and I'm dreading going back. But do you think we should tell everyone what we've been doing? Um, plowing the driveway? Aside from, oh yeah, I do want to tell everyone about your new <laughs> toy first. <laughs> no, it's fine. We got a full wheeler as a snow plow. I have a lot of fun with it. I have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, Kelly went 24 miles an hour. I did. It was a big deal. I have to go fast when Connor's not on there because I low-key don't trust him on it yet. Connor is um, a reckless soul, as many of you know, and have come to realize, and I am not. So we're working on it. I don't want to do donuts, and I was like, yeah, you do. (gasps) Dude, donuts are scary. They're so fun. I just, all I can think about is a car or a four-wheeler tipping over. I live my life in fear when it comes to those things, and I'm working on it. That's, that's probably why how, I that's, married it's you. probably how I'm going to die. <laughs> so I just embraced it. I'm like, maybe this is the time. <laughs> this is how it goes. Oh my God. Oh. But now I have his seed. So yeah, I you have my seed. Care. So we've been, we've been IVF and IVF and around. Whew, you guys I had to get a, had to get a needle in my sack only once though. Yeah. I had a purple sack for a hot minute. You want to tell everyone about your experience since yours was first? Uh, it was just annoying mostly. I mean, they, I did anesthesia, which I didn't want to do, but they convinced me um, in my moments of vulnerability. <laughs> and um, I didn't want to do that, but it's just that it's, anesthesia sucked. The procedure I didn't feel, I was not awake for it. And then I was just like recovering from that for several days. And then it was just like a little sore, but it wasn't that big of a deal. I'm just glad they only had to go into one side. They just, yeah, great success on one one. <laughs> One shot, one kill. You know? The doctor <laughs> came out. He was like, we got so many. We got extra. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> but your dick, the the um, bruise down the center bottom Underneath, of your shaft yeah. was so perfectly aligned. It was weird. It was so weird. Well, I'm sure it was like there's a reason why. Yeah. Because that's not, I think it was, I think it's because it like gravity, she said gravity kind of does its mm-hmm. thing. So it just kind of like. The bruising kind of just goes down. Yeah. So it was interesting. And then, I mean, I've heard people like, um, they get rhabdo, like rhabdomyolysis from CrossFit stuff, like in their abs mm-hmm. and like the fluid it does, like ra- it just kind of moves its way down. So it'll get into your thighs. It'll get into your, like your ball sack will get really swollen mm. and tender. It's just like, that's just what fluid does, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Did it hurt at all to have sex after? I forget. Uh, we waited long enough. Yeah. Um, I practiced on my own a couple times beforehand. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I was just like, did it want to like get to the point where you're like, like having an orgasm and contracting and then it'd be like, ah, <laughs> no, <laughs> I wasn't sure, you know? Oh my God. That would have been terrifying. So funny. Um, yeah. Yours was, yours was a lot more intense than mine was. Well, mine was, I've been having a whole experience over here. You guys, <laughs> and Port yeah. Connor has having, is been <laughs> along for the ride. He's making crazy eyes right now. But, um, I started birth control on December 1st and uh, a lot of you saw a video I posted um, about birth control and what experiences I was having, but I was on that for 26 days and it was really horrific. Um, I was having suicidal thoughts. I was feeling really depressed. I was having intense mood swings. I was feeling really, really low. Um, I was like questioning why I'm alive, questioning why I married you. I was like, I should divorce him. What? Yeah, I didn't tell you all that. Um, but I was like calling <laughs> my girlfriends and like, um, I'm thinking that I probably should divorce Connor and we never should have gotten married and I don't want to have kids. Why would you? What? How, how that's, that? that's just what was going through my mind. Like it was all dark thoughts. You're just going to come here and be like, we should get divorced. I've been like, huh? I we never, got married I, like five minutes ago. Well, no, I wasn't going to say that. And I knew it wasn't <laughs> me, but I was having those thoughts. I was having a lot of thoughts and feelings that I didn't feel like were mine. And I didn't feel like I had control. Mm. And it, they were like 
you know, what are those thoughts called? Like intruding thoughts or whatever. I don't know. They just feel like they're outside of yourself and then they take over. It felt like very demonic. Um, and it was just really the, the dark. Big pharma demons. Totally. And I felt really numb. Like I would touch my body and it, it was like, I couldn't feel it. It felt a lot like when I had chronic illness. Mm -hmm. Um, because when I had chronic illness, I was super out of my body and I didn't feel safe and I didn't feel healthy. And so very similar roller coaster. Anyways, that was a fucking mess. And thank God for my friends. Um, they really helped and you were so patient. Um, love is patient. Love is kind, Kelly. That it is. <laughs> um, in sickness and in health, this really, they should say in sickness and health and in IVF. Yeah. Um, <laughs> depending on your circumstances, literally. And then I started injections. So I had a few days between birth control and injections. And then I started the hormone injections and, um, it was a lot. It wasn't as, it didn't feel as roller coastery or as, um, intense or dark, but it felt, um, really fucking crazy. And, um, it was just a lot. I just, I felt no control. I felt no will to do anything. And I was just really sad. And then we did the final shot. And then the next day went in for my procedure and everything went amazing. Um, and we got a ton of embryos and everything was really healthy and they were able to, you know, use so many of your sperm and everything looked awesome. We got a call again this morning. So really excited to have that process over. And I'm actually really proud of myself for taking this much time off of work. Mm -hmm. I haven't done this since I quit my job in TV. And before I started the podcast, I haven't taken off three weeks, four weeks, whatever. And I'm really glad I did because I finally feel like myself again today. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because I just gave my spa myself space to like detox and breathe and read and do house stuff. And um, so, yeah, it's been really crazy. Um, and we're not going to tell you guys when we're getting pregnant because I just I really want to have a private experience and journey with that. But we are planning to get pregnant at some point this year. So we are done with the initial aspects and. I'm trying Here to push it off and Kelly won't let me. Yeah. Just two months. <laughs> <laughs> He's worried about his hunting season. Now you just gave it away. <laughs> I could get pregnant literally any time this year and it could affect your hunting season. <laughs> He's like, this be fine. Just like, I would be, you know, just go out, do your thing. I'll be like, you're going to be super pregnant, dude. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We've talked a lot about that though. I think, I mean, without skipping because I want you to talk about stuff, but we both work from home. We have such a different yeah, life. Yeah, be fine. I think that we'll both be able to I'm usually home a couple days a week anyways. Yeah. Especially now. Yeah. It'll be good. You know, I get to go to Wyoming. That'll be tight. I know. I want to go there too. Um, so let's go yeah. back. So Go back to what? I want to talk about our experiences with the hormones and you experiencing me because I think not everyone's going to go through IVF, right? But a lot of people are going to be on birth control. A lot of people are going to have hormone issues and a lot of people are going to get pregnant who listen to this show. Mm -hmm. And I know that there are guys who listen to this and maybe there are women who want to give this show to listen to, to their husbands or their partners to listen to. Um, because I think this is really not talked about enough and I don't think we were really super prepared. <laughs> Even though I think our friends tried to prepare you for what was about to happen. Yeah. Um, we we're like, it'll be fine. <laughs> it wasn't fine. Yeah. So what was your experience? I mean, of it was fine. Me? It was annoying. 
a friend of ours that had gone through this similar situation was like, she, she's going to be crazy. <laughs> and I was like, I'll be whatever. Uh, I mean, but I, I knew, but it was also like, you know how I am though. It's like, I was like, well, what, 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 can I, what can I do about it? You know what I mean? It's like, here we are. It is what it is. There was probably what, like two times where I'm like, dude, you gotta like, you gotta calm your shit down. Like this is getting to be a problem, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, I mean, I had, I understood where you were coming from. The only time I ever did that was when it was like, it's comp- so irrational that I was like, you, I had to like snap some sense into you, dude. I was like, this doesn't make what you're saying makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. But that was like, it peaked out. Like, I don't know how long in a few days before the end mm-hmm. and you were a mess. I just more, I, I put more bad for you than anything though. I think I, you didn't handle it well to begin with. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Okay. You were pretty bad at it. And that's what was making it worse. And so we've talked about this a little bit before, but Connor's a fixer. And when Connor can't fix something or he doesn't understand something, he gets angry. He yells. He gets like really intense. He gets frustrated. He gets super distant. He like pushes me away. And it's really frustrating for me because I, I try to help him understand. I don't need you to fix this, but he doesn't get that. And I love that about you. You want to fix things and make them better. But a lot of times like that's just not what is needed. And so I finally, we were screaming at each other one day and I was being crazy for sure. Like full responsibility. Um, and I finally said to you something like, this is what I need from you. When I'm crying and being crazy and irrational, I need you to tell me it's going to be okay. I need you to just hold me. I need you to just let me cry and talk it out. I just need you to be here. I don't need you to fix it. I don't need you to like get upset with me because I, I feel so out of control that this isn't helping. And ever since that, you were completely different the rest of the time. You were so patient. You'd walk into a room and I'd be crying for no fucking reason. And I didn't even know why I had tears coming down my face. And I felt so wackadoodle. And you would just hold me and you'd be like, it's okay. This is temporary. Like you're doing so great. I'm so proud of you. And you were so sweet. And like, we would move through it so fast. It was like your response was actually making it so much worse. And when you stopped needing to fix it, well, in my defense here, I'm not, I'm not criticizing you, but it was like, it wasn't that it was like, Oh, you're upset for no reason. It was like, you were giving me a hard fucking time. Oh, of course. It was like, you were coming at me with shit. I'm like, dude, I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. But that's what I'm saying. It doesn't make sense to you. Yeah. But I'm, I'm like, all cool with you being like emotionally crazy and shit. But it's like when you start attacking me for nothing, I'm like, um, cool. Like, thanks. Yeah. (laughs) Like what am I supposed to do? It's a weird deal. Cause it was like, I still just like operate like normal, Mm -hmm. you know, I I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going on inside of you any, any what time, much less when you're on all kinds of drugs. So like, I mean, you're already kind of crazy as it is, but it's like, (gasps) Oh my goodness. You know, you're a little gray. Yeah. Um, aren't we all? Yeah, exactly. Everybody is. But, uh, but yeah, it, it was just funny. It was just like a funny, weird deal. I think one of the other hard things was we just weren't having sex because who wants to have sex with a crazy person? Yeah, you're like, we're not having sex. And this night I'm like, we were going to until you started screaming. It's like three in the afternoon. Like I'm like on my computer, like doing some work or whatever. And you're like, why don't we ever have sex? I'm like, we haven't had sex in like four days, dude. Like oh. you're like... You don't even sleep in the same room. As I know. Me I did sleep this. separate from him most of the last six weeks. Well, the dogs were keeping you up all night because you were so like sensitive to stuff. Yeah. It, I it get, I get it, but it was just, what do you mean? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so there wasn't a lot to do there. It was hard, and then we were both sick in December too, and we drove to Texas again, so we were exhausted from that trip. Yeah, and that was trip little, wasn't was, awesome. The end of the year was. 
It was so hard. Yeah, it was brutal. And we're still not back into it because I just am now able to have sex again. Like we had sex Friday and it was kind of uncomfortable and it didn't feel very good. Yeah, and, and you teethed me in the forehead. <laughs> I teethed you. We were so awkward. It's like we don't know how to have sex well, it was anymore. I also have to be very careful because I wouldn't know if it hurt. And I know. Stuff. It felt like you were losing your virginity. because you. Were, I was like, is this hurt? Are you okay? I know. Yeah. And then you like headbutted me <laughs> with your mouth. <laughs> Like really hard. It hurt my tooth. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I think my, I had a little bruise on my head. <laughs> but yeah, it's all done now. Now we can just like do yeah. the real shit. Yeah, well, and it's nice because we worked out today. I feel normal. We've been having fun together. We're yeah. cooking. We're kind of ba getting back into our groove. And I'm going back to work tomorrow, which I'm really, really excited about. So it's been interesting. Very, very interesting. So Joe Rogan reads these ads for this uh, CBD company and it really just upsets me because we clearly have the relationship with the best CBD company in the business. Fuck yeah, we do. I'm, I'm going on vacation with the wife of the founder this weekend. Yeah, who also just like casually gets in the ice bath when it's zero degrees outside like right now. God, why is Joe so crazy? It's not, it's her. Oh, she does it. Yeah, she oh. was out there. Oh, you don't have Instagram on your phone anymore. She was hitting it as zero degrees, dog. She oh, was out there. fuck yeah, that's my girl. Yeah, I would are. never do that. If she makes me do that at the beginning, absolutely not. You should do it. Y'all should go lay in the, go find a creek or a stream somewhere that's flowing and jump in that bitch. Oh my gosh. It'd be so nice. I like how we infuse uh, very articulate Spanish into our ad reads. Yeah. <laughs> my mom would be so proud. <laughs> um, aquí es cured. Anyways, um, so... Cured is a great company. They're a Colorado company, which makes me very happy that it's not some giant conglomerate, mass-produced fucking bullshit, mm -hmm. you know, cutting down the rainforest just because. I don't know why CBD companies would do that, but I assume that some of them do for some reason. And they're great people, and they make a really great product. And it's also a very beautiful product. It the, is. The, the, the branding is just... And just, you know that there's like a Pavlovian response to... Or not a Pavlovian, a... Um, uh what's it called the uh placebo effect oh we're just like you just do something that looks really nice it feels better anyways it does and then you put the best ingredients in your products like they do and here they have are. a really fucking high standard for the way that they operate they well, operate with a lot of integrity and i really appreciate that and joe joe knows a lot of people in the industry they've had access to so many different products they've done so much research and they've realized that so much out there is crap and so they they spend so much money and go above and beyond to make the best product and their margins could probably be higher like oh, everyone yeah. else if yeah. they just did what everyone else does in the industry and they refuse to do that and that's why I fucking respect Well, it's them. a premium niche company. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's like this isn't this isn't what you're going to find at fucking CVS. No. It's not that. I mean, you know, it might be in a Whole Foods or an Erewhon maybe, but that's like that's what that's what this is. They're yeah. not they're not playing this like mass production um, bottom line game all the time. Of course, they like to make money. Everybody likes to make money, but yeah. there's a way to do it and there's a way not to do it. And I think there's a hand more and more now because of the way that people have the ability to market on smaller shows like this. It's great that they can like make these badass products in a huge line, like a really like extensive line of really badass products and that meet a lot of people's needs from tinctures to the raw capsules, which I like the most. Um, that are set up for different times of the day for different goals. Uh, they can create this diverse product line, even have stuff for puppies and stuff. It's great. And they can do that and stay in integrity, which is like, that's not an easy thing to easy thing to do. I've been a part of like the supplement industry before and the sourcing, the, it gets always a game of like margins, yeah. bottom line. That's the thing. And of course you have to have a business that functions, but doing that while also staying in some kind of integrity with what you set out to do 
is not an easy thing. It's not an easy line to walk, and Cure does a really great job. I agree. Yeah, the raw raw capsules are amazing. We're obsessed. We take them every day. So if you guys want to try out Cured, the link is in the show notes, and you can use the code OKBABE, and you'll get 10% off. Uh, Babe, here's what I've been doing a lot is the Organifi green juice. And, you know, I've been coming off all those lovely hormones that I was on over the holidays. CC. You got to witness that and experience that with such joy and love in your heart. Beautiful, majestic experience. I wish we could go back to those (laughs) days where you were hyper irrational at all times, not just sometimes. That'll be happening again in the future. So you can just look forward to that. You're going to be totally level headed with the, with the, my spawn inside of you. Oh yeah. Your level headed spawn. Yeah. They're not going to affect that at all. Yeah. No, but I've been seriously doing the green juice. I do the green juice. I drink the green juice every day, Uh, but I love it because Every green powder that I've ever had that swears, you know, it's going to cure you of every illness and be the best thing ever since sliced fucking gluten-free bread. It's not. It doesn't taste good. Let me just put it out there. It tastes like fucking powdered green things, like asparagus that they powdered. And I just don't want that. Yeah. I want shit that tastes good and also does its fucking job. Well, their their process for creating those, I think they have a proprietary process for like, um, oh man, what is the Organifi? I did, I had a job interview with Organifi and they gave me the whole breakdown, but they have a proprietary process to keep so much nutrients in the powder and it's from high quality greens. Yes. So a lot of times green juices, again, just like we talked about with Cured and CBD, it's like you can get fat margins by low with have a lower quality product. It just says like, Hey, it's green and it's juice, but really there's a lot more that goes into it. And there needs to be some, some diversity in what the greens are. You got to, there's a lot of different things that come from different plants. So getting that together. And you also have the ability to have the, the red juice, which has beets and other things in it too, mm. which is super badass. So you get a little variety there because that's one thing too. You need a little variety in your juices. Yes. If you're going to do powdered juice situation, you don't want the same one all the time. That gets a little bit lame. So you can mix it up with the green or the red, then hit the gold in there. Now, do you guys see why we have threesomes? So, which juice am I, babe? Am I the green or the red or the, the chocolate gold? I think you're the green juice. Okay. Thank you. Got a little spice with that matcha, but it also has matcha in it. And that's the other reason I love it because I'm trying to not do caffeine later in the day. So I'll just have the green juice, which has matcha in it. A little but bit, it, a little kick, a little matcha Yeah, just kick. a little bit, but it doesn't, it's not something that keeps me up late. And I just, I really do feel so much better. And we all know that I have a hydration issue, so it helps me drink more water. <laughs> do we all know that? I didn't know that till just now. And I'm well, a lot of these listeners are from the Kelly show and on the okay. Kelly show, that is a prime theme that I have shared over the uh, last okay, four years okay. about my Got lack it. of drinking water. Yeah, so, I, stay, I stay moist as fuck. You do stay moist as fuck. Connor's better at drinking water than me. Anyways, you can go to Organifi.com and use the code OKBABE and you'll get 20% off. Do it. Be salty, babe. Tell them how you're salty. Why are you salty? Listen, as we've discovered on this uh, episode of the ad reads, I, <laughs> <laughs> I stay hyper moist on the inside. I think moisture on the inside is very important. Mm. A lot of your body's made up of water. And also salt is more important than people thought. Because here's the thing, sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes in some certain areas, FDA recommendations for certain levels of things aren't necessarily appropriate. You don't say. Maybe you don't need 14 servings of grain per day. Mm. Maybe you don't. And they're like, you should eat eggs. You should not eat eggs. Salt's bad for you. Salt's good for you. The best idea is just to throw all that bullshit out the window. And okay? only listen to us because we are far superior <laughs> yeah, than the CDC we, and the FDA uh, and whatever off, else other, other governing body yeah, you try to listen yeah. to. It's like you say that, then it's like, well, but also, you know, eat raw eggs and raw liver and you'll probably be healthier than anything. If all you ate was what the CDC didn't recommend that you eat, like red meat and eggs and salt, 
you'd probably be better off. Yeah. You'd probably be better off. Now, you wouldn't. You wouldn't be supporting the cabal of agricultural producers and packers that have uh, lobbied the government to make decisions that are not really for your health, but for their pocketbooks. But anyways, I digress. Preach. On this episode of Politically Homeless. (laughs) (laughs) Shameless plug. Shameless plug. But no, what we're seeing now, and and if you go to drinkelement.com, D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com, you can see a lot of the research on the way salt impacts your performance, your health, your cognitive function. Um, and these electrolytes that are essential to ingest, so they're not created from inside the body. You don't create sodium inside your body. You don't create magnesium inside your body, so they are essential. You have to take those in, and we are deficient in those, especially if you're moving a lot, sweating a lot, um, if you're eating a low-carb diet or like a carnivore, paleo, low-carb, Whole30 type thing. You see this this inverse relationship with with salt, where at a certain point it actually starts to increase health. And this weird, this is it, they, Rob Wolf does a great job of explaining it way better than I can do on the website. But just a trusted resource and somebody who's really pioneered like an alternative and really productive conversation around the way we should and could eat. Mm-hmm. Um, and a very just intelligent guy, like he's, he's like literally a a game changer in the in the field of nutrition, which has helped me tremendously in eating like real fucking food. And make no mistake, what is in element is real food, right? It's salt, it's magnesium, there's no sugar. You're able to do that and get all the benefits of, of having that without having all that sweet, tart, like delicious, palatable uh, beverage that's not um, going to spike your insulin levels and, and fucking do the same thing as a Powerade or some sports drink would. Mm-hmm. So it's been a, like a central part. Like ever since we got our first like sample pack, it's been an essential part of like my daily life, at least two of them a day. And if I'm hiking in the backcountry or like putting in a lot of work or training for something, like it's more than that usually. Yeah, and we literally so begged them to sponsor our shows because we love them so much. <laughs> yeah. This was like a we're in love with you, now can we work with you situation, it's which like, is my favorite. It's like if you just find stuff in my car, it's like you'll find element packs and shotgun shells. Yes. It's like, I'm like oh, like in a pocket of something, it's, it's like very three simple, man. shotgun shells. Because <laughs> I take them hunting with me a lot. Yeah. And it's, it's nice just to have that because a lot of times you don't drink enough water and you got to like get the most out of it. And I think that's, that's super helpful. Yeah, I agree. So where can they get the uh, drink element.com D R I N K element T.com slash wanders. That link is in the show notes. You're going to get a free variety pack. All you have to do is cover shipping because they're not going to pay you necessarily, but you got to cover that shipping. Mm-hmm. So get it. It's all their favorite for other, all their best flavors, the most popular flavors and the unflavored version, which I actually have not tried yet. I haven't either. Cause we just love all the flavors. Yeah. Ones. I just like the watermelon and the grapefruit, <laughs> but I would love spoiled. to try that. I would love to try the unflavored. I need to try that. Yeah. Just yeah. Salty ass water. Well done. You're so salty. So salty. Stay salty. Stay moist. Drinkelement.com slash wonders. So I want to talk a little bit about our lack of threesomes. Oh, you do want to get into that. I think you just, you always have something to blindside me with on the show. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. It Nothing has worked out. Yeah, I mean, it's something we've tried that hard. I mean, I feel like I've been putting in a lot of effort. Yeah, but we had this conversation because we use these apps, right? And we haven't been able, and one, where you are enemies of the state because we're unvaccinated. Yeah. Um. So we can't, it's like hard, it's like, it's, we've got, I, that's one of the biggest, my biggest frustrations with this is like, I've, I've, I've like, it's normalized just me not going out. Right. And not doing stuff. Like you were talking about a date night I'm supposed to be planning. And I'm like, it's so, like, I forgot about that completely because like, that's not something we were like incapable of doing for a, over a year. Two, the last two years we have not it's like, gone out. It's like, oh, wait, can we even do it? Is it going to be, and it's like the barrier to entry to like go get dinner somewhere was so big that it's like, let's just cook. You know, I mean, we cook a lot now, which is great. Yeah. And we know? have parties at our house. Everyone comes to our house all yeah, the time. Yeah. Like my, with my birthday and stuff coming up, like, well, it's like, it's cool. And people come over here and it's, 
it's great. But yeah. at the same time, it's like I still want to go. So we don't really get to like organically meet people out if we were like to go get a drink or something or just do something on a random Saturday night like we used to do. Yeah. We used to just walk to Avanti or walk mm-hmm. to a Cova. You know, it's like it was just fun and we would just go hang out just because. Even if we were just going there to get drinks and like pick up a to go order, mm-hmm. you know? And now we, we just, now we live out here and it's a longer drive and it's like, well, is, can we, can't go to Boulder, which is like where some spots are that I'd like to go. It's just what, 15 minutes away. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, you are, you know, you're, the, you have you're the plague. The spawn, you're the spawn of Satan. <laughs> and like yell at In me. Denver, you have to have a Vax card almost everywhere you go. And I've got to, you know, run through like a, a, a sea of hippies that, that are trying to, you know, crucify me to mm-hmm. get to my car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, it's the <laughs> Yeah. I'm surprised the civil war hasn't broken out in Boulder between like the anti-vax hippies and the, and the right. super libs. I'm wondering about that. I know. Anyways. But there's some strong opinions up there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it's just been like this whole thing. So we haven't been able to meet people, but then also like Kelly is unfamiliar with what it's like to date people on an app or really at all. Yeah. So it's like, she's like, I don't, I never dated people I didn't know before. And I was like, what? And so we were talking about this. You're the she, only person I've ever dated. Yeah, that well, I didn't look know. what happened. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You were missing out. I'm glad you didn't because it probably would have worked. Oh my um, God. <laughs> but uh, no, we look at this and when you have a date that like doesn't turn out to be as which, like what you wanted it to be, um, you get super upset about it. And I'm like, that's just normal. Like that's like an, everybody out there who's listening, who's, who's on dating apps, like you're just dealing with normal dating frustration that normal people go through. Yeah. It's not, you know. I'm just a jerk. I just... Sorry, I probably sound like such a fucking princess, but I never used apps. I never dated people I didn't know. But you were around a lot of people with your work. Right, but I always just, I was always in a relationship and I was pursued by people that I knew that I was already friends with. So it mm-hmm. was, I never had like, I think I went on maybe two bad dates my whole life. I just never something I did. I'd and I don't like know how to be on apps. Week, dude, when I was well, single. you used to date a lot. Like you love dating because you love having an audience to listen to you. And like, you you love prying into people's lives and doing weird shit. And that's just not how I live. Yeah. I mean, but it's also you just get to know people and you yeah. learn things. And especially when I was coaching, it was like, oh, I'm just like, get to, get to like talk to somebody that doesn't have, I get to like have a conversation versus like, coaching someone you know (laughs) I think part of my problem now that I'm talking this out is that I just feel like it's a waste of time I don't have a lot of time to begin with and like for this kind of stuff right it's like we're doing this thing but are you trying to call it in oh my god (laughs) are you calling in (laughs) are you manifesting your your queen your princess I called it I called her in and then it fucking blew up in my face (sighs) um I'll blow up in your face. <laughs> I I feel like I'm putting a lot of pressure on it. And I feel like I just think it's a waste of time. And I know pretty quickly if I'm into it or not. Well, the thing was like like last night, it's you. you just so get, I went you on a know. date with a girl on Friday night. Yes. By myself yes. that I met on field. Yes. So go ahead. No, but what I'm saying is, Yes, that and that didn't work out. I mean, it's, it's not much of a story there. It's like, yeah, that she was cool, and it, but yeah. it wasn't like a romantic-y type thing. Um, but even you like had some matches on Bumble, right? Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And it was like 3 p.m., and <laughs> this girl matched and like messaged us or whatever. And you're like, what do I say? I'm like, ask her what she's doing in three hours. There's no losing there. It's like, just, just send it. Like, what do you, like you're, you're treating all of these interactions like there's some friend that is your follower on Instagram that you have to like, it's like, dude, 
You're on a dating app. Well, I'm just trying like, to be she, respectful. If she, if she just doesn't respond, it's not like it's not like you're uh, harassing someone. Well, I know. Like, also, when somebody swipes out on a couple, it's like, what do they think the what, what do they think the situation is? Totally. You just well, gotta be like, and if, if it, 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 that, that's also funny, you know. I guess there was this girl that I was talking to last night, like around the same time, and she said, "I've never done this before, but I'm super interested." And I was like, oh, "Okay," which is totally fine. A lot of the people we've been with haven't done it before either, and I'm a fucking novice, so it's not a big deal. But I was like, "Have you ever been with a woman?" And she says, "No," and I was like, "And she said no, but I've always wanted to." And I said, "Okay, well, if you, ha- I would love to answer any questions you have, and maybe that would help you like feel more comfortable or whatever." And then I just, she never responded. Which it's been a day, but I'm just saying that's how I am. Like, I feel like I need to be of service and like in support of these women's like fucking sexual liberation. <laughs> and it's like I don't know how Which to. Is, just but that's date. also how you are with like most you, know, you and your friends are like that. With well, each other. yeah, so it's like normal for you. I know. Yeah, you just got to kind of be like a little bit of a dirtbag. But that's why I like it. <laughs> yeah, that's why I married you. Um, but that's why I like it better when you run this stuff. And like if you go out, Connor goes out on dates with girls without me now. And nah, that's only happened once. A couple times. Twice. Um, a couple times. I'm totally fine with it. Like I don't even bat an eye at it anymore. And I like it more because I don't like this experience. I don't like the dating app. I don't like going on the date and like figuring out if this person is good for us. It just feels super janky to me. Janky? Yeah, like How I feel awkward and I feel pressure. And then I'm like, oh, I don't want to upset Connor. Like we haven't done this in a long time, but I'm just not feeling this. Should I just do it anyway? And then I don't want to do something I don't want to do because I've done that and it feels shitty and it never turns out well. So. <sighs> it's, it's a juxtaposition, Kelly. What are we going to do? I just take. I'll just take care of it. I know, but you've said that, but we haven't, it hasn't happened. Yeah. I mean, okay. Why do you think everything we plan falls through for the most part? Are you about to go into on some spiritual tirade about how it's like not supposed to happen? I mean, I've been thinking about it, but I don't, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm just curious what you think because it's been, it's weird. Hey, we're incredibly preoccupied. Like we have, you keep the acting like we've talked about it a little bit, but like we also went like months without even like considering it. Yeah. So it's just, you know. It is what it is. And it has happened. And it has, it's just like, has it been, well, it has happened. We it's haven't had been. like momentum. And I think when, as we look back on all this, what has it been almost three years now? Right. Mm-hmm. So. Cause what's our anniversary of when we first went on a date? March 16th. Is that right? What, what's our wedding date? October 17th. What's the date that we went on our first date? I don't know. <laughs> March 17th. Same day, babe. I said, I said 16th, didn't I? Yeah. Oh, I, was, I got them. I got them wrong. I know. So I said same. But I was day. one day off. Chill out. I know. I'm trying to help you. I know. I don't need your help right now. <laughs> I'm helping you right now. Okay. You are. When we look back. You, I think what you need to do is quit blocking when people are trying to <laughs> offer assistance and guidance. I think that you have a wall up that you something maybe you should maybe you should journal about it. Is this show just going to be us making fun of spirituality now because I don't have the fucking Kelly show? Praise <laughs> God. No offense. Kelly, I mean, I just, I think you need to really assess your walls. Maybe you should go to the landmark forum. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> okay. As Listen, we Tony Robbins, back- is, we can go down to, we can go down to Orlando. <laughs> we can go unleash the power within. <laughs> I just want to walk on hot rocks. It's not that cool. <laughs> I've heard. It's like, oh, cool. I walked on I can't stand rocks. Tony Robbins. Anyways. <laughs> I think he's great. Okay. For some, for people, for cubicle lifers. Yeah, it's fine. It was, I saw some people that like had not left their cubicle in 40 years. So we're like. 
going like, yeah, for the first time ever. And I'm like, that person's having like a transformational experience. Totally. I get that. <laughs> but I was like it's a 22 year old CrossFit tea. coach. And I was like, this doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, we haven't spent a lot of time and we haven't spent a lot of time in it. We haven't like gone into a lot of things. It's also the world is weird now. And there is a very like vaccinated, unvaccinated. So it cuts our pool kind of in half and in, in a lot of ways where mm-hmm. it's, cause that's, that may be a question that comes up that, and that that question comes up, we're usually on the wrong side of the answer. Mm-hmm. It is what it is, you know? And it's like, I think one thing that I've learned is like, we are better off, in my opinion, having a person that is like someone we are kind of like seeing that's av- available and interested. That's like not a, we're not the type of people. I don't think we're like the, the like random thing is like. So you think another Roxanne situation? Not to that level. Okay. But somebody, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's other people that that and we've had like when split decisions on certain things but that would that are interest would be down you know mm-hmm. what i mean but it's like if we're like hey because that, that's the thing too sometimes we plan things out and then that like saturday comes and i'm like i don't really feel like dealing with all this right now i would have to be like oh hey i kind of like in the morning be like that would be fun to do tonight and like right. hit some, you know what i mean like yeah hey, I do you want to hang out tonight that way because that happened like when you went on that date you're like hey, you want me to go and i'm like i you weren't two, into it. Two days ago, I might have been down. But yeah. now I'm just kind of like, oh, I just you know recorded a show, took a lot out of me, and now I'm just kind of like not really feeling that vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's I think that's where we need to like look into. But that also starts with what we're doing. This right. So it's just an, it's just a, it's an, it's a delicate game, and it's like what within this like non traditional relationshipy type thing, it's multiple multifaceted, right? It's like there's it's fractal in the in the ways that you can do it. Mm-hmm. You can just like it's it, so it's it's not like it's a huge part of our relationship at this point. It, it, no. it, it, it it's been a big part of like our relationship and where it's how it's gotten to where it is, but it's not like it's a routine thing. No, totally. I think you know. I think we both feel pressure right now to act on it because we know that we want to get pregnant this year. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, well, we want to have these experiences because like, hi, I'm not going to be on Bumble when I'm eight months pregnant. So there's that. (laughs) Connor has a different opinion, but (laughs) um, yeah. So I think there's a little bit of that. And just, I know there's a huge transition coming for both of us. And this is like an aspect of what I think we would consider like the younger version of us, you know, pre-married, pre-baby. We were only pre-married for a year and a half. I know, but it was like what we did. And now it's, is it going to even be an option? You know? So I think that that's part of the conversation right now too. Yeah. I mean, we'll figure it out. I think it's always an option. I also think that you've gotten a lot more chill about it and it hasn't, it's because all I do is work for you around the house. Oh my God. Fuck you. I don't have time to think about anything. It's else. like, um, <laughs> but bef- 60 hour weeks hanging up photos. I think before we would fight more because you felt like I was fighting back and it's, I would freak out about it and it was so much drama and I was so stressed about it. Now it's like, no, it's definitely on the table and I'm totally good. Yeah. And so I feel like there's less pushback from you. You're like, well, if it happens, it happens. It's almost like, again, I, we've talked about this. It's like, you need it on the table not necessarily to act it out. Well, it was also, I've been since August 15th, <laughs> been, you know, had 15. other things to do with all my other time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which is way more. So it's like all you. my extracurriculars are from the end of August to the end of the year are pretty much like 
I would, it's like, would you rather have a threesome or do you want to go hunt ducks? I'm like, I'd go duck hunting. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like, which, which a lot of guys that I know <laughs> they a duck hunt with would be like, uh, yeah, I'll bail on the duck hunt. But it's mm-hmm. like, well, you know, mm-hmm. duck hunting is more fun a lot of times. Yeah. That's true. I mean, so it's like, I got other things. And then the summer comes around and it's like a totally different deal. And you're like, oh, wow, like this is, you know, it is. So whatever. You know, it's, it's, it ebbs and flows. And every now and then it could be a thing where I'm like really thinking about it for a couple of days. And then I just like, move on with my life and go do something else. that's what you else. do. That's generally what I do. It's very productive. He becomes obsessive about one thing for a short period of time and then he moves on. Well, I figure it out. Yeah. I get to where I, I want to figure something out and solve a problem and then I solve it and move on. What is it? Solves a problem like Maria. Sound what of music. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Sound of music. The only movie you know. <laughs> what? Connor is so upset because I didn't go to the movies a lot when I was a kid. <laughs> because why, babe? Because you were teaching your kindergarten class. <laughs> Kelly teaches her kid. Kelly tells everybody she knows that she taught her kindergarten <laughs> class when she was a kid. No, now you they're tell like, people. They're like, hey, I'm Kelly. And I used to teach my kindergarten class when I was a child. I was like six foot three, 180 pounds. And I taught my kindergarten class. The only reason was that I body slammed my teacher and told her to shut the fuck up and sit down. Told Miss Smith that she's a dumb bitch. Oh, I'll take over from here. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I played volleyball growing up, and so I was fucking busy, and so I didn't see any movies. So Connor's always making these references and saying shit. He's like, "What the fuck were you doing with your life?" <laughs> I'm like, "Did you see the first Spider-Man movie?" She's like, "No, I didn't watch that." I'm like, "What were you doing in like the seventh I'm grade like, in, de- in the summertime?" Well, I skipped seventh grade, but I was being an amazing <laughs> volleyball player. That's what I was doing. You probably skipped seventh grade because you learned so much teaching your kindergarten class. I'm fucking crying. Oh my god. We were at a party at our like, friend's house. Like, 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 class, I'm like, do just like draw? <laughs> like, what'd you teach them? Like I how to wipe know. their own ass? Like, what are you talking about? Two here? weeks in, they called my or my mom came in to be class mom and she walks in the fucking door and I'm sitting in the teacher's chair and the teachers are sitting in the back of the room like doing whatever and all the kids are, ga- are you sure that your gathered about, like, around me. <laughs> and I'm like teaching them and reading to them and writing on the board and my mom walks over to the teachers and she's like, um, what's going on? And they're like, she knows everything. We don't know what to do with her. So we're just going to let her teach the class for the rest of the year. <laughs> That's funny. But we're at a party at our friend's house yesterday and we met this guy and Connor's like, <laughs> something, something, Kelly taught her kindergarten class. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Oh, it'll happen again. <laughs> oh, worry. God. It's a thing now. Uh, oh, anyway, sorry for all my laughing. I hope that didn't annoy all of you. <laughs> um, so I wanted to tell everyone what our plan is with OK Babe. We are going to be bringing this back now. On a weekly basis. Um, okay, okay. He's like, I quit my podcast so I can drag you into doing another <laughs> podcast four times a month. I'm like, tight. We love this show. <laughs> I, only do, I only have to do three episodes of my show a month. I know. Or a week. Um, no, so we're bringing, we're doing more Okay Babe, but we're going to do something a little bit differently. We did this more early on and then it turned into just Connor and I, but we have a lot of amazing um, couples that we know that are living all different ways in their lives, have kids, don't have kids, are pregnant, are into fucking crazy ass BDSM, are, you know, swinging, all the things. And we want you to learn from them as well because they've just been amazing for us to learn from. Yeah, we're going to get uh, Bill and Hillary Clinton on to talk about... <laughs> 
Jeffrey Epstein's island, dude. Um, if Glenn Maxwell ends up getting off in the mistrial, we'll probably get her in here to talk about oh massage therapy. <laughs> You're um, the worst. We're so, gonna adrenochrome. So good. we are. I want to get Alex Jones and his wife in here. <laughs> God, what would his wife say? Could you even imagine a globalist? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she's got to be a really reserved sweet lady. She probably is so sweet. <laughs> she probably oh is. She's absolutely right. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we're going to be doing solo or not solos, but just the, the, the two of us. Yeah. And then we're going to be doing interviews with friends of ours that we think are amazing and have really fucking cool stories to tell. So we're so excited to bring all of that to you guys. And um, we would love questions you guys have. So if there's anything you want to hear about on the show, um, this is for you. Uh, and you know, we want to be of support and of service to <laughs> all of your growth and healing Yeah, because I can't let go of the Kelly really, show completely. <laughs> <laughs> really want to guide you into a spiritual awakening and, and self-fulfillment. You yeah. Know? Mm -hmm. That's it's it. It's going to be great. Anyways. Go to Landmark Forum. Nope. Don't do that. <laughs> I went to Landmark Forum one time. I went to MITT. I went, but I was like, they, you know, when they like call on people to like work with them in front of the whole group. Yeah. Mike was like, you should do this. And I was like, okay. Mike who? Bletso. Oh, wow. He's the one that took me when I was in San Diego. And you went in the front of the room? Yeah. I fucked with that lady so much. Oh, you're the worst. It was so funny. But then I was like, I, but I, she, she, would, she thought I was kidding around, but I was actually being serious. She was like, ask me questions. We got into it a little bit back and forth. I was like playing along. And then I was like, but really, I really just want to play all the time. And she was like, now you're just messing with me. And I was like, no, you actually just got to that. Like, that's really all I want to do. Like, I don't need, I don't, I'm not, I, I just want to like fuck around. Like It's I wish so I, weird. Nothing has changed. I know. It's, and that's what I do. Most of the time I get to talk about politics and scream about shit and like make stairs into the side of a hill so I can put my bow target up there. Mm -hmm. It's like, it, but she, it was so funny because she like wrote me off when she got to what she was trying to get to because she thought I was fucking around, but I was dead serious. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, and the, but the way their sales tactics are incredible. Dude. Oh yeah. I, Cause I was watching it as somebody who coached at that point. Mm -hmm. So it was like, I, I was like, um, I said something about, uh, like I'll, I'll think about it and see if it like makes sense. She goes, somebody, she, what did she say? She said, um, how many times has that gotten in your way? And I was like, Jesus Christ. I was like, damn, that's pretty good. Wow. I'm taking that one with me. It's still not paying you anything, but I'm going to take that yeah. little nugget with me home. Think about it. Ugh. Actually, it wasn't the it, landmark's not the worst thing out there. I'm sure again, like Tony Robbins. I'm sure it helps a lot. It's of fun people. to shit on it, but it's also. Like, I just don't like. I mean, everyone has heard my beef with spirituality by this point, but I just think that all the marketing ploys and personal development and the amount of manipulation is just gross. So the hard sales are just like too much. For you me. need level four in order yeah. to get to level five because then you will be enlightened enough to understand what's happening at level six. Yeah, but you got to buy like, this book though because that's the only way to get into level seven. But I think in the, with, the, with the Tony Robbins thing, it's like he has those like million dollar a year things, yeah. which are like these networking groups. I'm like, that makes well, that more, makes sense. That makes more money than than just being in those groups and like yeah. working through your shit. Oh, for sure. With like and something you paid a million dollars a year for. Yeah. Like you're going to make more than a million dollars back by being in that group and being accepted into that group. Mm -hmm. That's like Richard Branson and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy times, man. Crazy times. Well, thanks everyone for being back with us. We We're super you. excited. Tell a friend, share. Yeah. Like us, we'll love a, us. We'll a, Please. Kelly will be breastfeeding on the show before too long. Please don't send us response emojis or whatever those are reaction emojis yeah i wish it, there's got i wish there should be a setting to block that yes i want nothing to do with it but i, I want, want everything to do, to do with, with all, all of you why are you gonna be mean <laughs> why you gotta be so rude <laughs>